Hello and welcome to Trainer's Voice, brought to you by Guardian Angel Equine Services, a podcast created for the busy equestrians in mind for on-the-go training, chat, and learning. My goal as a trainer is to help improve horses' lives and performance by educating and helping their owners. These episodes are my opinions based on my knowledge from research and experience. Feel free to ask any questions. All my links are always in the show notes. Hey guys, welcome back. So we've been on a roll lately with our podcast. Uh, I hope y'all are enjoying it as much as I have. I was watching TikTok last night and just kept coming across these videos on my For You page that were just like, I don't know, of upper level horses doing work and like people hating on them or what it came all what it all came down to and the point of this is that you know if the horses didn't want to compete they wouldn't and I don't really believe in that I don't believe that at all even Olympic horses I feel like if they didn't truly want to compete like so, some of the videos I've seen, like, at Olympic level, we're just going to say, because one of the videos were, was an Olympic level where one of, someone said that uh, for a horse to compete at an Olympic level, they have to love their job. And I find two things wrong with that statement. And I do, uh, I do believe, yes, that for a horse to comp- compete at that level, that need, that sh- that has to be their their niche. That they really, I don't like to say that a horse likes a job. For one, nobody likes a job. Nobody likes to just go to a job. Okay, a job is a job. You go, you get your, you do your work, you get your money. And that is a lot of what our horses are and what they do. They have jobs. They don't necessarily like to do what we want them to, but they get paid in feed and water and care, and they do that job, whether they like it or not. And it goes deeper than that. It goes more so also that depending on which owner that horse has, if they protested to their job, then they probably would get beaten because they protested. So that, so therefore, you can make that horse do anything you wanted <coughs> without protest because they're afraid of the consequences. But aside from the point, I like to think of, so when someone says that a horse has to love their job at that level. I really don't like to think of it as a job. I would rather think of it as a career. Um, growing up, one of the biggest differences that I that I was really taught about or told about growing up was that the difference between a job and a career is that a job is what you do to get a paycheck. You don't always have to like it. You can't like it, but you don't always have to like it you have to have that money. A career is something you do that makes you happy that you get paid from. 
it's something that you wake up, you look forward to doing, and that's what you want to do pretty much for the rest of your life. Like, that is a career. So, in the end, I really like to think of horses at that level, or really horses in in general, I really like to think of it as a career, because, like, I feel like a horse at that level has to has to have a career not love their job has to have a career because I do to a certain point believe that at that level a horse has to enjoy their work or be willing to do that work in order to do it because I do feel like at certain points a horse would protest and I do feel like that that is the point you know they would protest they would buck kick they wouldn't want to do it they would refuse I say if it was jumps or, you know, barrels or something, they'd refuse to go in the arena, they'd refuse to jump, refuse to run, all sorts of things. Like, these are things that we think of when horses are at that level, and they're like, well, if he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't. Well, yeah, just because they're 1,200 pounds, and we pretty much can make them do anything, there's your key. You know, you can make them do anything. They are prey animals, and we are predators. So after they give us this feedback, they're bucking, they're kicking, and we keep looking over that and just pushing it to the side, or we keep bullying them into it and pushing them into it, or like not caring what their feedback is, after so much, that horse will stop giving that feedback and just do it anyway. And I'm not saying that all Olympic horses are like that or, or are in that situation, but I think at certain levels, that is a lot of it, especially when you get to lower levels. Um, that's definitely the case. That the horses just put up with it. Now, that's not to say that, you know, maybe you have these freak of nature horses that, uh, you know, really don't care for their job, but they do it anyway, but they're good at it because of their genetics and their confirmation and all the stuff, you know, so they might be good at it, but they don't want to do it. And I would say that you can get a pretty good level. You can get pretty high up in there with horses like that. But when you talk about NFR Olympics, like I do feel like there is a sense that a horse needs to like their job, like their career, like I was saying needs to like it in order to continue to compete at that level. Um, but no, I do not believe that just because a horse is competing at that level, they have to. I think that is a huge indicator. Aside from mental and physical health, it would be if they want to do it. And I feel like a horse that wants to do it is going to get a lot farther than the horse that doesn't. But I do feel like something that we look over all the time is that people will push and push and push and bully their horses into doing something. And a horse will do it to survive. It's like, it doesn't matter what uh, event that you do, but you can push a horse so far and bully them into doing stuff so much that they're going to do it no matter what you want, no matter what they want, whether they like it or not. Now, they may try to tell us, 
you know, they don't want to do it, like refusing to go in the gate, bucking, kicking, biting, you know, trying to run off or trying to run away in the pasture won't let you catch them. Like, they may tell you these things, but a lot of people, a lot of people really don't take that indication. They really don't pay attention to what the horse is really trying to tell them. And they'll look over, a lot of the times too, especially these days, we've gotten so good at trying to figure out, you know, okay, well, if he's doing this, we know something's wrong, but we don't actually take into consideration the horse's feelings. We usually just label it pain. So if a horse is bucking, we're like, oh, you know, it's just pain related. You know, let's get a vet check, horse turns out fine, you know, whatever. But... In reality, the horse could be just refusing because it doesn't want to do it. And we don't ever think about what our horses want to do. And now, I say that with a light heart because, you know, some horses have jobs. They have to go out. They have to work cows. They have to check fence. All these things. Like, horses have jobs. And they can be jobs they don't necessarily want to do. But in the long run, I think there's a very big difference between a job and a career. Just like us, a ranch horse has a job. Now, can it be a career for certain horses? Yeah. They, every horse has their niche, you know. Some horses don't mind the ranch life, just like some horses don't mind the barrel life or racing life, you know. Like, every, every job can be a career for a specific horse. But to me thinking of horses like ranch life is a is a lifestyle but it's a job what would that horse rather go do something else so like jake for instance jake is 16 now and for him barrel racing i feel like is a job but i feel like he would really like to make jumping a career he likes to jump more than barrels And so I've been wanting to really get back into that. And I think now he's back up to weight and healthy enough to get into that. I just haven't yet. But I really think that, you know, barrel racing is a job that he does for me. And then jumping, I think he, an amateur jumping show is something he would like to make a career out of, you know. But, uh, or hobby, I guess. I don't think he'd ever make money at it, but... Um, it'd be a hobby. So I just wanted to throw that out there and just kind of put that little spin on it, uh, with how I was thinking, because, you know, I just feel like we push our horses all too often and you can push a horse pretty far and get pretty far without them protesting. If you never let them actually have a say so before. So Well, that was just my thoughts for today. I hope y'all like this podcast. We've been on a roll lately, so hopefully we keep with the flow. Um, And I'm trying to get back into YouTube. So I have posted an updated video of my How to Use a Tie Town video. So please check out the links in the show notes. Go check that out. Um, I'm hoping to get more videos uh, soon. Doing an update on the horses soon for YouTube. Getting, trying to get really back into the social media life after doing all the research about uh, social media marketing and really just trying to get it all out there. So thank you guys. 
for listening and we'll talk to you next time.